We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ladies and gentlemen. Vegas, are you with me out there? Welcome to the Jet Buchanan Show. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, we're going to start today's show. <laughs> With a little Kayla's drama. Got a, Kayla's got a vent. Kayla, do, do, Dude. listen, she's been holding on to this since about 5.06. I may or may not have made a note on my on the yellow legal <laughs> pad of fun here that Kayla's been holding this in since 5.06 this morning. <laughs> she just has to let it out. Because it baffles me. Like, I don't understand how this person can no, get away horrible. with this. It's a horrible way to do business. This girl is going viral on Reddit. Because she says that her landlord just holds her rent checks. Yeah. Just holds them for months at a time. Like this time, right now she's going through her third time of this. Yeah. The, her landlord's been sitting on, like this, she's holding on to four checks right now. And it. just not cashing them. So you got to go old school. You got to keep your own books. You know what I mean? You got to you gotta keep your own checkbook. You have to. Yeah. Don't count on the bank to do it. Because A, they'll screw it up and then you'll be screwed up. B... B, in these situations, well, then what happens the other way around, too, is then you'll end up being, well, I must still have money, you know, like, my card still works. It's like, no. 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 It's, um, legally, they can hold on to them for 180 days, and then they're no good anymore. Uh, now, because I am old, I do, I, I do keep my own checkbook, and I've been this kid for- For Sure. From no, literally since I was like 18, I've kept my own, you know, my own thing, maybe even before that from like my first bank account. Um, I flip out. I just paid somebody a pretty substantial amount of money for something uh, a week and a half ago. I know that they got their money last Friday and they have still not put the check in the bank. Now, in my heart, I know they're probably going to do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's probably going in tomorrow. It's making me crazy. <laughs> so I get it. No, I get it. There's not. What do you do about it? There's nothing you could do about this. I don't know. I know the company, my my side hustle, that they deal with this all the time. Now, granted, it's a business, but they have several employees that still get checks. They don't have direct deposit or anything. Yeah. And they're like, they sit on them until like the day before they have to cash them. And they yeah. go cash like a bunch all at once. And I'm like, isn't that like six months? Like, yeah, but if they don't really need the money and they're just working on cash tips and they're like, well, I'll just cash my check when I cash it. Like, that would drive me, but I could never be an accountant. I couldn't. That would drive me bananas. I'm sorry. No, I used to have a big, 
that goes in that goes into another story about when did you not pay your ticket and what happened then <laughs> uh, because i used to have a big pile of stuff on my coffee table and my friends uh, you know i'd have a friend who's like me that would come over and be like i need to straighten all this up and they'd be like there are checks in here <laughs> what are you doing real funny and 100% las vegas the jeff buchanan show on 98.5 kluc it's just a great way to start a day i came across something earlier this morning and it's the it's the question i don't need an answer to but i thought i really wanted to hear what you thought of this okay how many X's is the ideal number of X's? Apparently, Glamour Magazine, which, my God, I miss my grandmother. <laughs> Glamour, Glamour Magazine came up with the ideal number of X's. I know. Is that relevant still? So, uh, they, it, I feel like they've tried to do... Old lady, is this an old lady article? I think it's still... No, it's not an old lady article. However... Glamour tries really hard, so I'm curious to know how what this Glamour is. wants to be Cosmo, and Cosmo wants to be TikTok. Yeah, yes. Right? Yes. Okay, so what's the ideal number of X's? Seven. In the, in the uh, yes? Seven. Seven. Seven X's. And that just popped into your head. I don't know why. Seven just felt like the right number. Does it not to you? What number do you think? I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't care. Here's the thing. I know, My wife and I know a little bit of it. Like, do you know how many X's Buddy has? Do you, Buddy, do you know Buddy's numbers? I don't know Buddy's you know, number. I, I think we, no, we definitely discussed it. I just don't remember. Oh, I don't want to know. I here's the thing. My wife was, you know, at one point my wife was younger. My wife was good looking. My wife was a shot girl. Was good looking. My wife was mm. still. It was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. My wife was a shot girl for Jägermeister. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my wife had opportunities. I guarantee. My wife is a redhead with blue eyes. Mm-hmm. I guarantee. Uh, that she had plenty of, uh, uh, of, of, yeah. Opportunity, of, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to stick with opportunities again. <laughs> Being thrown her way. Emphasis on thrown. Um, I don't want to know the rest of it. That's I know that she was married when she was 17. She was divorced shortly after. She, or I don't know when it was 17, something like that. She was married right out of high school. Yeah. And then um, they realized that was a bad idea. I know that she was living with a guy. Before we met. Yeah. And I do, but I don't have to know the rest of it. However, confirm or deny women find men with past relationship experience more attractive than men with none. Confirm. However, women were turned off by men who had five or more relationships in four years. Looks like having one relationship per year or less is what women ideally like in a mate. Confirm, because yeah, confirm on the on the seven. time frame. Oh, you said seven. But lifetime. I was thinking like seven, like total, lifetime. like seven. Lifetime. Yeah, relationships. serious relationships. Yeah, relationships. Not like I went on a date like three X's. for like a month. Yeah, like exes, exes. Not women generally rated men who had one or two previous partners as more desirable than those with none. So yeah, so they want to know that you can commit. They also want to know that you weren't a player, player. Exactly. But so. Does the number of ex-girlfriends a potential partner has make him more or less attractive to you? Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. so. And that's why I don't want to know. I don't care. I That doesn't involve me. I mm. My huge factor is if the guy has never had a relationship over a year. For some reason, like, that terrifies me, knowing that, like, you've never, your longest relationship's been, like, nine months like okay, <laughs> I, oh, I don't know if I can trust isn't you. Enough? I don't know, Six but like if that's been, enough? but if that's been your longest relationship, I don't know. I have I have insecure issues apparently. But that's no, that's funny because I would never ask that. 
I don't want, again, did I make it clear? I don't want to. <laughs> Real funny. The Jeff Buchanan Show on 98.5 KLUC. Look at these beautiful horoscopes for Thursday, May 25th, 2023. Gemini, and I'm not kidding. We've been on fire. It's been an amazing week. I've got a ton of stuff done. I'm so it's glad. Been good. And, and we're in double digits again, Gemini's. The desire to meet with a romantic partner and look and feel your best could give rise, what, to a lot of short journeys in your area. Don't you shake your head at me. Perhaps you'll want to work out, buy some new clothes, or get a haircut. Is that supposed to be a joke? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Shake your head at me again. Uh, No, but Gemini, regardless, um, what what a great day. And as we finish strong, um, you know, heading in towards Friday, our day is a 10. Virgo, it's time to stop acting like you think others want to see you act. The planetary configuration confirms that it's time to express yourself, your emotions, your desires, your point of view. It's all about you today, Virgo. Your day is an eight. Hey, Scorpio, great day for you, too. Your energy is high. Your stamina particularly strong today. Working out or playing sports could appeal to you now. Running or aerobics could offer valuable exercise and clear your head to allow for new ideas. Wait till the sun goes down. Wait till <laughs> maybe after the night's game. Just go ahead and burn off some of that energy. Uh, Scorpio, your day is a really, really good nine. Sagittarius, a reunion with a family member who has been away or out of touch could generate some powerful emotions. Memories could come flooding back, making you both nostalgic and maybe just a bit angry. Mm. You're averaging about mm. a seven today. Yeah, but you'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, this is... Uh, this is one of those storms that you can that you can navigate. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I'm envisioning a boat on the ocean and big waves, but like you'll be fine. Sure. Um, Pisces, great day for you. Today, your mind is likely to be on travel. You might have to spend a lot of time running errands in the car. You could also be planning a long vacation. That's what we were doing in my house, trying to figure out when we're going to get out of here this summer. Um, perhaps one centered on a group function, fun, or some sort of seminar type thing. Oh, Nashville is calling your name, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Pisces, your day is a nine. Capricorn, today you might decide to put in some extra hours in the job or take an extra job project of some sort in order to make a little bit more money. You need to take care um, not to overexert yourself, Capricorn. Our day is a seven. Yes, yeah, so keep an eye on the on the break and throttle and you'll be you'll yeah. be cool there. Again, you could steer through it. <laughs> um, Aries, passion and determination mark today. Your energy should be high. You should feel strong and powerful. This is the perfect day to give whatever goals that you've been trying to accomplish that one last push toward completion. Aries, it should shock you that your day is a 10. Leo, your inner power and awareness should be acute today. Some intense dreams and revelations could come from deep within, allowing you to release old traumas and phobias. You're looking at an eight. Libra, great day for you. Working toward goals that you share with others could bring you closer together as friends. And lovers, Love that. Mm. Mm. Uh, you're likely to produce better results as a group or partnership than you would have otherwise. Sure, stronger together. Absolutely. Sure. Libra, your day is a nine. Aquarius, weird day for you. Yeah. Today, you might face a task that seems as workable as emptying the ocean <laughs> with a teacup. Right. But with the help from others, you will only be able to handle it. Uh, you will not only be able to handle it, but also produce exceptional results. Sure. So it's going to start like a six and then just straight up to a nine after that. It's like that. when you fly out of here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For the first 10 minutes, it's bumpy. It's sketch, the whole thing. And then everything smooths out. Exactly. It's all, it's all good. Uh, cancer. 
home might feel like less of a safe space today. At first, when I read that, I was like, no, you should stay home. No, get out. Your boundaries might be constantly pushed by meddling family members who can't take a hint. Stand your ground and fight for your right to party. Oh, no, to exist or party, whatever. Um, This cancer, you know how this rolls. So your day, you're scheduled for a six. You can flip that around. Again, steer through it. You'll be good. Um, you You could easily be a nine. Taurus, the desire to travel, perhaps to visit close friends, may come up today. Your energy and enthusiasm are high, so you should be able to accomplish this without neglecting your other chores. Your day is an eight. A lot of people are going to have a really, really great day today. Look out for the others. Um, have some fun. Yeah, and it's almost Friday, y'all. Thank you for uh, making a trip over here to the Odyssey app and finding the horoscopes and for uh, consuming just a little bit. Of the Chet Buchanan Show. We love you and we appreciate you. Have an amazing day. The Chet Buchanan Show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Chet Buchanan Show. I listen in the mornings. On 98.5 KLUC. It's good feeling stories of the day. Brought to you by Mike Lee Men and Diamond Jewelers, the diamond and wedding ring store. I want to hear this prom story because it's adorable. So two high schoolers in Indianapolis, they uh, met after they were both diagnosed with bone cancer. wow. They just went to prom together. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the best news is that she literally finished up her last round of chemo back in October. He's been in remission for about two years. Oh, wow. They looked amazing. She was wearing like a beautiful yellow dress. Just really cool. No so. pressure. I mean, because <laughs> no, really, they have to get married and have babies. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. You know what I mean? They have to be, this has to be a story that that goes on for years and years and years. Yep. No pressure. Um, this was a really cool Mother's Day story last week. And admittedly, when I first saw this, um, single mom, traffic cop in Detroit, She's working last weekend. TikToker walks up, gives her $500, along with tickets to a Tigers game. Very cool. And I'm like, oh, okay, we've seen this a thousand times. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm not watching this. 
So, you know, and then, and the TikTok guy got her supervisor to, um, to give her the rest of the day off so that she could go to the game. Videos viral. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, we've seen this. Story doesn't end there. A few days later, he shows up to take her to another game. And she's like, what? What's happening? Okay. What, what, what are we doing here? This time, they bring her on the field. She, her story, she'd been having some trouble. You know what I mean? Working to make ends meet and all that kind of stuff. Um, this guy had started to go fund me. And people had donated over $50,000, which they oh. awarded to her there on the field. To, at which point, she dropped to her knees. Oh, yeah, I would have crying, too. And it was amazing. And, and we're not crying. You're crying. And it's your good feeling stories of the day. Brought to you by Michael E. Men and Diamond Jewelers, the diamond and wedding ring store. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Smell that over there? What does it smell like, Chet? It's a weekend right over there. <laughs> not yet. But it's coming. You mm-hmm. can sit, you can sniff it coming in on that breeze. I always have to ask you now because I'm like, okay, what? very exciting things are happening. It's either Memorial Day weekend yeah. or the Golden Knights. Yeah. What is he sm- <laughs> sniffing aces. right now? Oh, or the, the aces, aces too. Or the aces. Oh, oh yeah, the faint whiff of a championship ring. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, and that could that could be both aces and Golden Knights. Um, go Knights, go tonight. Game number four at five o'clock. Wrap it up, kids. I uh. This that Florida team bothers me though. The Panthers? Yeah. Yeah. They've got that they've got that team of destiny thing working. And I don't like they, they got that Cinderella story thing working. I don't like it. Oh, because and because they swept, now all of a sudden I see and I hate using the term bandwagon fans because I feel like you can jump out at any point and be a yes, fan. It's fine. Fans are fans I who care. Don't care about that. However, my uncle, who we've referenced on this show before, is a diehard Bolts fan and stuff Bolt, like that. Tampa, Tampa Bay, Lightning. Bay Lightning fan. And he now all of a sudden is on the Panthers train. <laughs> And I'm like, mm, it's Florida. I get. Well, yeah, I, but he was on the Golden Knights train. I know, and now he thinks that like this is the greatest thing ever because it's going to be a Florida Panthers versus the Golden Knights Stanley Cup, and he's going to have, and he's going to, he's going to win no matter what, and all that stuff. And I'm like, Jesus. you weren't a Panthers fan before. <laughs> yeah. I get the Golden Knights one because you've been to several of their games now, but the Panthers, like, I do, I do. Yeah, you don't. You're right. I don't like people who gatekeep yeah. fandom. But you don't get to just keep flip-flopping. No, absolutely. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> you know, I was always a fan. When it's convenient. Yeah, like oh, like you just switch now. Well, they won, so now I love them. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, um... <laughs> I, I, get, I get having a passing interest. Sure. I, get, I get going, I get going, eh, I'd like to see them win. Yeah. Or whatever. But not the... Now I'm a fan. I am going to today go get them a couple of like Golden Knights t-shirts and I'm going to mail them to them so they can have something for the Stanley Cup series because they're huge hockey fans, I think, in general. That's so cool. they just get excited and they're excited for us, me and my husband, That's for nice. our team. So, yeah, I, you know what? Go get the Target ones or whatever. Get the Walmart yeah. ones. Don't get the expensive ones because they don't deserve them. <laughs> they're not, they're not, yeah. they don't Those flip floppers. Yeah. I'm going to change them in my phone instead of instead of uh, Aunt Lori and Uncle Hal. It's going to be flip flopper one and flip flopper two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like they got the like they got the bottle opener on the bottom of them, like the reef, <laughs> like the reef ones. Go nights, oh, go five o'clock this afternoon. 
And uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. Don't, yeah. don't don't give Florida any more of an edge than what they than what they need. Yeah. Uh, and in case you missed it, yeah, Florida Florida swept, and they're on the other side of that. Now, Almost not last night. They scored in the last four seconds of the game. It was crazy. That I was there was never a doubt in my mind. Oh, good, good for you. There was never a doubt. You know what I mean? Mm. Just because because Florida's just got that stench. Sure. You know, again, it smells like a lot of things. Oh, it's that candle. That's what that is. The Chip Buchanan Show. Maddie's last day is tomorrow. She's, yeah. been, she's been crying since Tuesday. <laughs> Do you want me to cry again? <laughs> yeah, no, but, it, well, I mean, if you, if you can let it out, it's it's good to let it out. Don't keep it stored up. The um, So, we no, we've got to clean up a couple of things before you go. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, why why are you even... At, why are you bringing this up? Are you really going to get an OnlyFans? <laughs> well, I don't really have a, a, a great job that I'm going to in Phoenix, so I've been considering trying it out. I've heard success stories, and I know my skill level. What which, are you going to do on yeah, your OnlyFans? What does that mean? Which is? <laughs> Not appropriate no. for the radio. <laughs> Make a hand gesture. Solo. Does that oh, help? Oh, my. <laughs> Oh my! Really? I don't. I don't know. My where... fiance doesn't want to have any part of it. No, <laughs> I don't care. So she sees that cash no. flow coming. Does, in. She, does she want you to have a part of it? She's super supportive. She's like, you should do it. I do She's... think you would be successful. Oh, I'm so skeeved <laughs> out. This year, like well, my little sister, I can't. This, no, because I want to be supportive. Obviously, however, I cannot go. To your... Sorry, that's me banging my mic. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I can't go to your OnlyFans page if that's going to be the content. I'm no, sorry. no, yeah, it's <laughs> no. going to be a fake you name. You can't. No. <laughs> oh, what's your fake name going to be? I don't know. Solid. You want to help me figure one out? Veronica. I love it. I don't know why. No, you so, got to do what is the what is the old school what, what your adult entertainer name is going to be like the oh, first name the first street that you ridiculous. grew up on. <laughs> yeah, your first pet in the street you grew up on. Shadow Linwood. <laughs> that's bad. a pretty solid pretty good. mine's doc brentwood that's not cute <laughs> <laughs> if you're not in a nurse's costume <laughs> uh, depending on okay depending on which pet we consider the first uh would either be mutt 236 or satan 236 <laughs> satan, 230, satan 236 is moneymaker that's a pretty good one um although i feel like okay. you're gonna be pigeonholed into some sort of other things so. i can't believe this is even okay but wait so why did you feel the need to bring this up to your parents because if for whatever reason my family were to come across it or somebody would be like hey i think maddie's on OnlyFans," i'd rather them know from me ahead of time so if they were like if you do that we'll never talk to you again well then i'm not gonna run the risk but if they're supportive i'm gonna maybe try and i take it it went well yeah it went well my dad just straight up said no. i just don't want to see it that no, was his it well, went well because they don't, don't. believe yeah like they don't believe that you're gonna do it that's the reason it went i well. really thought this just came up in random conversation i didn't realize you were really trying to go through with it it was random conversation but it had been seriously going through my mind for a couple weeks now are you gonna show your face no, no. I know how to blur out my face and my tattoos. Oh, God. AI is so scary, dude. Like, because I feel like that's an AI thing. Like, oh, yeah, you just target it and AI takes away your tattoos. It's like. Pretty much. So it's rather. So it's a, a, a close up. It's a close up. Yes. Shot. Yes. <laughs> Why? Why not? 
No, I'm I'm like I'm wanting to know why you would ask no, that question. No, she's looking at me like why? <laughs> why would you Sing ask that why question? Why did what I asked? <laughs> because I wanted to know. That's why. I'm so schemed out and also laughing oh, no. at the same hey, time. By the way, okay. Now that we've covered that. <laughs> By the way, I'm here to tell you, it gets worse before it gets better. <laughs> oh, good. That, okay. Plus, um, plus, I should tell you, programming note, uh, right before I just got a text a moment ago. Uh, I don't know if you watched or, or if you heard last night on Jeopardy Masters, um, Jeopardy James Holtzauer wins again. Woo! Mm-hmm. God, that a guy's come, unstoppable. A come from behind. It, it, was, it was dirty. I mean, not dirty, dirty, but like, like it was like... Man, this guy's good. Yeah. Um, somehow, some way in the last year or so, James has decided that he wants to be um, the villain, the game show villain. He's known now, known now, yeah, known now as the game show villain. Cool. Okay. Is it? I don't. So I'm interested. There's also another. Not only is he our guy, but he's he's made this benefit our local community. This Jeopardy Masters win. And he's going to come on the show at about 7.55, 8 o'clock, and tell us about it. Awesome. So I said, we, I said we'd make room. All right, so <clears throat> what could be worse than Maddie's OnlyFans? You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the Chuck Buchanan Show. Producer Maddie's moving to Phoenix tomorrow. Tomorrow? tomorrow. Yeah, when are you leaving? Saturday. When leaving, leaving? Sunday. Sunday by uh, 10. Right on. And then... Uh, yeah, and then so your fiance's got a job at Arizona State University, and you guys are moving to Tempe. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Very Enough. cool opportunity. I think this is going to turn out really well for Maddie. Yeah, I really do. There's we we know folks down there, and they know and they know you. Have you reached out? I haven't reached out because I've been very doing? I've been very chaotic. Stop being Gen Z, I'm packing by myself. Stop being such a Gen Z, I'm working two jobs. Email. I reached for out for you. God. It's fine. Thanks. Did you? Yeah, I shot a text yesterday or two days ago. She's the best. She's a good egg, mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. She's a good egg. I didn't say one. it was a good text, so no, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> <good point. laughs> you may be hearing from Matt. <laughs> There's a few things you should know first. <laughs> no, it was a good text. It was good. I'm sure it was. Well, thank you. Yeah, of course. The, uh, no, I'll do the same. I didn't even think about that. What, did you just get a text? Just get a text back from him? Hey, are you guys just talking about me? Yeah, we'll hire you. Sure. Um... Okay, so to wrap up, you may have heard the story, if you listen to the show with any frequency, you may have heard the story about Maddie's grandmother, Big Booty Judy, and her romance with Jose. And and how this all started was there was this other hoochie that was coming in and trying to horn in on Big Booty Judy's action. Yes. And copycat. Well, yeah, yeah, copycat. Yeah. Her name's Cat, right? Mm-hmm. That's why we called her Copycat. Then, yeah, so Copycat started wearing all of the same clothes that Big Booty Judy was wearing. Which I can only imagine. <laughs> and then, um, you know, and copying her look sure. and all that. Now, apparently it worked because Jose, then at some point Jose broke up with Big Booty Judy, right? Yeah, just wanted to be friends. Wanted to be friends. Mm-hmm. And now we all know what that means. That means he's he's breaking off a slice of copycat Yeah, on the side. I'm sure of this. Yes. Now, I can't believe we're going to say this out loud. And I feel confident in it because it's 721 and your kids are already out of school. So we're probably pretty good. But if you got kids around, just know it's coming. Yes. So Big Booty Judy sent a te- a text. She's actually with my parents right now. Okay. In person. And then and and was asking. 
asking if she knew anyone or if they knew anyone who might have Viagra. An extra Viagra because... (laughs) Jose just wants to give it a try. Okay. With Judy? Yeah, I think think so. (laughs) Yeah, that's disgusting. That's so gross. How? Okay, is it even worse? Is it even worse is she, if she's willing to find? She believes this is for her, right? I, and and they're adults, and this and this is what adults do. Do they? This is oh, <laughs> I thought you meant like they ask their friends for the little blue oh, pill. No, like, no, 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 do, no, no, no. But adults do that. Yeah, adults do do. Doesn't your grandma live in like a retirement community? Like the majority of people that live there are all re- like retired and stuff. Yeah, a trailer park, and they, those trailers do be rocking. Let me tell you. Oh God, why you don't you know that. that. Why, yeah, you don't know no. that. You're just saying things. Mm-hmm. You haven't been there yet. You don't know these yeah, things. Yeah, what do you know? About you can it? always. What do you know about? You can only go on Stop what it. Judy's. And by the way, you. they're mobile homes. How dare you? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Manufactured homes. Uh, some yeah, but that seems pretentious. My, you know, my father owned uh, a park. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So, or say modular home, and then you're just trying to make it something. <laughs> then you're just trying to make it something it's not. My dad's looking at one, so I'm a little yes. snooty about it, too. I'm like, oh, yes, the, the manufactured homes. That's right. They're nice. Yeah. Anyway, we're off the subject. He realizes he could go you, can go, you can go online. They have commercials on TV all the time. Yeah, I don't think he realizes this, so my parents didn't inform her and was like, oh, yeah, you can go online and get it without a are prescription. They hel- are they going to help her find one? No, they're saying, well, my dad doesn't Some? use it, so they're like, no, we don't know anybody, sorry. And they're how just shutting this, her down. How did this come up in conversation? Yeah, how does this filter to you? Was it while you were talking about OnlyFans? Dude, I was literally on my way home from work yesterday just having normal conversation with my mom, and she just slammed her hand down and goes, you'll never guess what your grandmother asked for the other day. Your family has no filter. Yeah, uh-huh. from, from the top things, to the bottom, no filter. There certain, you know, there were, there, were, there were adult conversations in my family, sure. and there were kid conversations in my family. And I'm, you know, and I was 35 years old and still not involved in the adult <laughs> conversations <laughs> because, you know, I do appreciate that Maddie's family is so close, though. Yeah. I mean, there are certain things that family that I go, I wish my family was that close. And then this is not one of them. I'm going to say this is a little too close. Yeah. <laughs> the Chet Buchanan Show. Did it bum you out for real, real when uh, uh, when the news of Tina Turner passing hit yesterday? Yes. I like gasped. We were at lunch with a friend and and uh, my wife and I. And I was like, <gasps> you know. Oh my god, Tina Turner died. It's sad. I mean, just cuz what an icon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in her story, in her story. And by the way, uh got to meet her twice. The sweetest. Oh, that's good to hear. Like just the c- sweetest kind of and you and you hear those stories over and over and over. I never knew this. This song your dad will appreciate it, as long as we're talking like classic rock and whatnot. Um, this song was supposed to be hers. Is this love that I'm feeling? Is this the love? Do you know that song at all? I don't know. You don't know that? All the stuff that your dad listened to, although that's My post- dad is like Southern rock. Yeah, this was 80 to 86. Do you know that song, Maddie? Yeah. It just blew my mind. It feels mind like it's on like a Molly Ringwald movie. That's what I feel like it is. <laughs> it was that era. Yeah. It was the, it was around that time. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that that was. It ended up being a huge song for White Snake. Okay. Yeah. That's 
That's a White Snake song, in case you're wondering. So, at no point to any of that, to be honest with you. Um, Jonas Brothers tickets for you with a 177 second survey coming up in just moments. So, so we all a lot of people learned for the. Did you know that Tina Turner's name was not Tina Turner? What? I learned until yesterday. This. No, until yesterday, I had no idea. All right, we'll play the we'll play the fake celebrity name game um, for a 177 second survey, and we'll do that next. Shep Buchanan Show. 177 second survey, Maddie. Who's doing it? Jennifer Kelter from Green Valley. Hey, that's you. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited. We're excited for you. <laughs> We're excited too. Uh, Tina Turner, as you may or may not have heard, was born uh, Anna Mae Bullock in Nutbush, Tennessee. Um, here's how we're going to play this game. Your 177 second survey starts now. I'm going to give you their real name. You tell me the name that we know them better as. You can pass one off to Kayla, but okay. only one. And if she gets it wrong, you lose. <laughs> Even though we're not, we don't have time for that BS. We got James Holtzauer's calling in a few minutes, and we really got to move this along. So you'll, get, you'll win even if you lose, okay? Woo-hoo. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay, let's go. So again, you know, Anna Mae Bullock was... Tina Turner. Uh-huh. Marshall Mathers. Eminem. Calvin Broadus Jr. I know that one. Uh-huh, yeah. Kayla? Oh, I don't know. You don't know that one? Cav- Cal- Calvin? Calvin Broadus Jr. Calvin Broadus, I don't know. Snoop. Oh, 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 uh, uh, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, we'll nope. give it to her. Uh, yeah, we'll give it to her. I don't think she heard me. Kurt, it, were you? Did, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. Was yeah. I right? Did you Google? Oh. No, I didn't Google. I'm oh, in the car. Oh, nice job. Uh, yes, you're right. Snoop Dogg. Curtis Jackson the third is? Uh, 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 the birthday guy. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Go shawty. It's, it's your birthday. birthday. Yeah, it's your uh, birthday. I know. Uh, uh, Not a yeah. quarter. I'm 50 cents. Kayla's in charge of clues for the rest of this <laughs> sure. game. Oh, okay, sure. Sean Carter. Uh, Carter. Changed his name like 18 times, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. Mouth it again. No. Oh, I'm not thinking of the right person. Then. Wait, is it this person? No, no? it's not Little Wayne. Oh. oh, interesting. Maddie gets to guess as many times as she wants. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last name. Carter. Yeah, does it now? Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Austin Post is. What's that? Austin Post is. Oh, Post Malone? Yep. Uh, Montero Lamar Hill. Is that just Lamar? No. Montero. Mon- uh, Montero would be the clue here. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know either. Montero Lamar Hill. Uh, Maddie, DMX? Maddie knows. Lil Nas X. Yep. Oh. Uh, Alicia oh. Beth Moore. Pink? Yes, nice job. Woohoo! Abel Tesfayet. Kayla knows this one. Oh, I don't know that one. Kayla. The weekend. Melissa nice. Vivian Jefferson. Do you know this one? <gasps> Alyssa. Alyssa. Uh, M- Melissa uh, or Alyssa? No, uh, Melissa. Alyssa. Melissa with an M. Melissa Vivian Jefferson. 
Ooh. Or maybe. No, I don't know. Here's your clue. Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got it? Lizzo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata. Oh, God. Oh. oh That's Lady Gaga. That's oh, Lady right. Gaga. Catherine Hudson was Katy Perry. Uh, the trick one was uh, Reginald Ke- Kenneth Dwight. Do you know that one? Reginald Kenneth. No. I don't know. It's Elton John. Elton John did the song oh, with Dua yeah. Lipa, so that still counted. Uh, Peter Jean Hernandez. You know that one? Bruno Mars. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Belcalis Almanzar. Oh, God, no. Belcalis Almanzar. Yeah, you do. You'll never forget it. Belcalis Almanzar. It's on the tip of my tongue. Cardi B. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I knew. I was like, Cardi B's going to come up at some point. And Onika Mirage. um, Onika Mirage. uh, Is Nicki Minaj. Yes. Uh, Oh, okay. And the Jonas Brothers are just the Jonas Brothers. Congratulations. (laughs) Las Vegas is waking up with the Chep Buchanan Show. Wake up. Weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.5 KLUC. Oh, my God. James Holtzauer is already on the phone. He's early. We got to go. <laughs> the Jeff Buchanan Show. I got to tell you, Kaylee, had him right where he wanted him the whole time. Jeopardy, Jeopardy James Holtzauer, a winner again. Oh, yeah. Jeopardy Masters, first time ever. Champ. <laughs> swooped in right at the end. Had him right where you wanted him the whole time. Isn't that right, James? Hi, Chad. Thanks for having me. Uh, but you know what I really want to say is I wish you would have me on this name the artist from their real name uh you would have crushed that yeah I you love stuff like that you would have crushed that wouldn't you of course <laughs> of course he crushes all of it i know I lo- and i love this Amazing. when when did you decide to now become a game show villain i'm kind of digging it it's fun <laughs> isn't it well uh you know if people have watched my other show the chase they kind of know i i i get off a little bit on this idea of like, oh, you know, I, I'm the big bad and like, oh, these amateurs think they can take me down, you know, come, come and let's play and we'll, uh, you'll get a nice pile of money if you do. Um, I, you know, I grew up watching a lot of pro wrestling and I think like there's this, for me, you know, when you watch Jeopardy, you see, oh, there's, there's not a lot to differentiate these contestants. Who am I going to root for? And I, I think that every form of entertainment is better when there are clear lines drawn between the, the good guys and the bad guys. And, Yes. On the well, on the villain note, is that why your name is so unique when you go up like to the podium? I've noticed it's like in kiss lettering almost. It's very cool. That was the last time. He yeah. does it different every no, time. There, okay. were, uh, there, there were quite a few uh, musical logos inspirations. I've done a Judas Priest, an Iron Maiden, a Metallica, and you know there are some other. I, I wrote my name on a, a wrestling style championship belt one time. I like having fun with it. When do you do that, by the way? Like, do you do it when you walk up to the podium, or do you have to sign your name? ahead of time before you they like bring you in it's an interesting question because at what point at what point do you sign in yeah that's yeah, right when you walk up there uh you do that you do a quick buzzer check and then you're off to the races basically <laughs> that's amazing i would have to practice that signature like 18 times just to make sure i didn't look like i'm like little kid handwriting so is, is that the yeah, moment so one of my competitors andrew he who has much better penmanship than i do he was doing some amazing stuff he wrote it in the calvin and hobbs font he picked, there was this, uh you know 30 year old computer game uh, that he wrote his uh, name in that font it was incredible stuff is that the moment that you're locked in uh, you know, I, I think that there's, I don't, I don't know if you want to call it a home court advantage or something. Whoever feels most relaxed up on that stage, uh-huh. definitely, I think, a big edge. Yeah. That's cool. And is that, is that that moment for you, or are you not willing to divulge that because you think somebody will mess with you next time? <laughs> well, I, 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 don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know if this is a thing that you can, uh, bottle yourself at home and figure out. It's, it's just like a state of mind, really. Yeah. 
you're kind of always locked in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, um, James Holtzauer just won the first ever Jeopardy Masters. And what's really great about this, and I know, I know a little of this, I know a little of this story, but um, through, through a bit of urging, Jeopardy added a different component to this Jeopardy Masters. And not only did, did James cash out for 500 grand last night, which is a beautiful thing, but they also added a charitable component to Jeopardy Masters. And you were, how much did you get? $100,000 for charity? Yeah, Melissa and I, my wife, uh, negotiated this charitable component. We've been pushing the chase to do this for years. And, you know, thankfully Jeopardy did step up and they added this $100,000 charitable donation to the winner. And, uh, you know, it's going to a cause that I know is near and dear to your heart. You're on the board of directors of Project 150, which um, provides all sorts of essentials, hygiene products, clothing, scholarships, food to uh, housing insecure high school students in the Valley. And it's yeah. just uh, an incredible feeling to bring it home. I have uh, my the executive director of the charity, Kelly Christo, on the line here. Who demanded uh, airtime. Demanded, <laughs> demanded airtime. Oh, my God. Kelly, hey, by the way, Kelly is one of my best friends, too. You oh, should yeah. know the full disclosure. Kelly's one of my best friends. What is it? What Why, is a, thank you, Pat. <laughs> Can you even, but seriously, in all seriousness, can you even, A, describe what it means to have the support of James and Melissa because they're they're phenomenal backers yeah. of Project 150. And what is $100,000 in one nice, neat little lump sum? What does that do for Project 150's mission? So to answer your question about James and Melissa, I don't think there's any words to describe what they have done for this organization um, as a whole. I mean, from day one, they've stepped up. They not only do financial contributions, they're physically in here making family meal bags. And Melissa's on the scholarship review committee. So they give us their time, their talent, their treasure, all of it. And we just love them. And last night was just amazing. But $100,000 goes a long way here. That's 40 scholarships for kids to go to college right here in Southern Nevada. Oh, my God. And not for nothing, a second location's about to open, too. So hundred grand. Yeah. Hundred grand really comes. In yeah, absolutely. Price. Just it's it's yeah. really it's an amazing it's an amazing amazing thing, and it really is. It has quickly become a, a passion project for me. And seriously, project150.org, go get involved. It's it's a way. Literally, if you like your charities to get your hands dirty and free, and you would like to have direct involvement, it's why I love Help Southern Nevada. It's why I love Project One Fifty. It's the greatest thing. Make direct. Yeah. And, and, and and I can get a plug in here. Yeah, James. Uh, so, sorry, sorry, don't mean to interrupt. But um, so Chet hosted a uh, an event called the Game Show Boot Camp last uh, year, where we uh, ran an event. 100% of the ticket sales went directly to Project 150, and we featured a lot of past Jeopardy champions giving advice on how to get the show. We actually had Jeopardy out for uh, an audition there, and something like 10% of our attendees got on the show. We're going to be doing this again in August on the fifth, I believe. It's that it's that weekend. Yes, sir. Um. And Chet's going to be hosting another event there. It's, uh, it's a fabulous time. Everyone should come out. Again, like 100% of your ticket sales, direct Project 150 for Housing Insecure Teenagers. Uh, tickets are at gameshowbootcamp.org. I don't know if you realize James reads minds because that's what I was just going to tell you about <laughs> next. And it's, an, it's an amazing thing. Uh, congratulations again, James. And, and what a wonderful thing. Thank you for supporting Project 150. And honest to God, thank you for supporting, you know, Las Vegas. It's, it's really it's amazing, and I hope you know how beloved you are in this town. And we're going to get you to crank that siren one of these days. <laughs> It'll happen. Yeah. You're going to crank the siren, I promise. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, just my, my cross to bear in life is that all my Jeopardy runs coincide with nice playoff runs. And, you of know, course. being the second biggest thing going on is not uh, not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that Mark Chinook knows that you want to be on the list next time. They didn't get it. So, yeah, he was supposed We're to just gonna spam him. Everyone spam him right now. <laughs> he may or may, he may or may not have been bumped for Mark Wahlberg a couple of days ago. Oh, no. I'm just saying, oh. I don't want to. But you know what? If you got to get bumped. Mark Wahlberg. Pretty solid one, honestly. Yeah, it, could be, it could be a lot worse. Um, we'll see you in August. Congratulations again. Thanks for taking the time this morning. Thank you, Kelly, for gracing us with your presence. Thank you. All right, guys. We'll Thanks, see guys. you. Man, Jeopardy James wins again. And I love the idea that he wants to be the bad boy of he wants to be the bad boy of Jeopardy. I think it's cool to be able to do something that you're so passionate about and raise money for something you're passionate about at the same time is the coolest thing. Everyone dreams of raising enough money to be able to put towards their passions. The Jeff Buchanan Show. I'm looking at this and I'm like, what's the what's the the I'm reading over the email from yesterday or, yes. the day or whenever we got it. Um the uh and I'm t- and I'm like, what's the solution here? There's no solution. Yeah, you know, there's it's no a tough so- spot. It, like, uh, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to because you up- already stepped in it. So what is the resolution? Yeah, I don't want to blow know? up the bit or anything by by giving the answer before we even ask the question. <laughs> but I don't think there is one. Honest to God, I don't. Surface think there is level, one. do you think Felix is a jerk? Okay, you know what happens, right? You know I've talked to I you. know you have, you know, and spent, you bond with him. <laughs> I, sp- I spent the better part of, of, yeah, I've spent the better part of Jack Harlow's uh, fine musical rendition. Bonding. Bonding with Felix with and Fe- becoming friends, So, yes. no, I hate everybody but Felix. <laughs> What's up, man? How are you? Hey. Oh, good. Phone problems. Right oh, out no. Of the shoot. That's nice. Um. So the the long and the short of it, and we've and I think this is what sucked me in on this whole idea is you called your sister a what, Felix? Hey, yeah, you guys are cutting yeah. in and out. Um, I know. Why is that? It's happening on our end too. I don't know what's happening. Um, so you called so your, let you me, called your sister. Let a me what? get into it. Yeah, I called her a stray, and oh. uh. And- Kind of out of context a little bit, um, but you know I'll explain what happened. So first, I got to give you a little bit of background. Yeah. Um, my sister Janelle, she uh, she kind of made some really bad choices at eighteen, and then you know she ran off at nineteen, and we didn't hear from her again until she was about twenty five. And you know my parents were you know they had to make a choice, and what they did was they let her back in, and I think unfortunately that enabled some bad habits. Yeah, so I mean. Ever since it's been that way, and she's been asking me for the past few weeks for some money, and oh no, no that's fine. But what really gets to me is when she used to say, "Oh, Auntie Jay needs uh, money because sharing is caring. We need to help her out." And and you know, my wife and I, after that, you know, we have to explain to the kids. You know, we're trying to figure out how to do it. Sure. So, you know, what do I do? I try to relate it as best as I can to a child, you know, because if they were older, it'd be easier. But since they're just kids, I, I said, okay, well, I said, you know how we don't feed stray animals because then, you know, they keep showing up and we have to feed them forever, you know? And Even to me as an adult, surface level, that's a good analogy. So, sorry. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that's what I thought. And, and okay. All right. So. I tell them all this and, and I relate it back to Auntie Jay and I say, look, you know, she'll follow your mom forever and ask her for money forever if we, you know, give it to her. So, you know, all was said and done. Everything was good. And then um, she goes, you know, my kids go and 
they're talking to their aunt and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kid, yeah. you know I they, gig, they I told giggle. her that you called I, her astray. I giggle when I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Blew everything up, so that was rough. But I don't know, though. Am I the jerk? It seems like, I don't know. I'm no. confused about that part. No, no. I would say you're not a jerk, like, because you were doing the right thing. Like, you're trying to teach your kids. It's a, mo- it's a moment that you have to teach your kids, which I'm sure there's going to be a bajillion other awkward ones that you have to do. But I, I think that you have to apologize. Well, of course. Of course. All right. You know, now you got to give her money. I think now you, oh now, I think now you got to give her money. I think now you're stuck. Okay. No. Now you got to pay her off. Definitely That's- not. No way. All right. Listen, the phone, the phone thing's making me crazy, and I know it's making you crazy, too. So I'm going to let you go. But... Um, Thank you and and good luck. Yeah, apologize and that's it. That's the best you can do. That's the, honestly, that's the best you can do. However, there is a life lesson here, in in my opinion. Um, I'm willing to take votes on this. Seven zero two three six four ninety eight ninety eight. Kayla and I, Kayla and I are on the not jerk train, but assuming the phones work, yeah, right. Maybe text us. Maybe text us. Seven zero two three six four ninety eight ninety eight. Jerk, no jerk, apology, no apology? Definitely. You, you should always apologize if you've hurt somebody's feelings. Whether, okay. you, whether you're, I mean, that, I'm just, I'm a believer well, in that unless you're not sorry. I mean, unless you're not sorry, but I think you got to, at some point you got to be sorry and you have to explain yourself. I, well, and you know me, I'm like, apologize if you hurt someone's feelings because you'd never want to make someone feel bad, but I really don't think that he did anything wrong here. No. No, no, but I think that's where the life lesson comes in. And also, parents, what's a better way to handle that? Fair enough. We can't give we can't give Auntie J money. Then what comes after that? That's uh, a good question. Why. Here's why: the kids come to you, the kids come to you, and they're going, "Why can't we help Auntie J? We love Auntie J." First of all, Auntie J, don't bring the kids into it. Yeah, that's what are you story. doing? Yeah. That's another story entirely, as well. And a bigger issue. But okay, but so this has already happened. Auntie Jay's already brought the kids into it. So now what now what do you do? Yeah. Okay, so there's layers to this. 702-364-9898. Trying to get the phone to stop screwing up. I know. Okay, so we talked to Felix a second ago, sort of. Uh the long and the short of it, and we can grab a bunch of this out of his email. But um, so basically his his sister Janelle's she's struggling. Long, long, I mean, you know, she was kind of estranged from the family for a while and then came back in and started asking for money. It sounds like uh, my sister Janelle this is a quote. My sister Janelle made a complete train wreck of her life when she was 18. It's a long story. I'm not sure if it's all relevant. OK, so my but one day she showed up, just showed up out of nowhere. Parents let her in instead of helping her get her life back together. They just enabled her um, for the past few weeks. She's now started trying to get me to give her money. By using my kids, they come up asking, why aren't we helping Auntie Jay? Auntie Jay needs money. Sharing is caring. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. So, so the parents are trying to, the parents try to explain it by Felix tries to explain it by going, hey, you know how we can't feed every stray animal because then all we'll have is stray animals. We, that's how it ended up at our house. When we started, when we, when we, and just to, I guess make the analogy. I don't want to get yelled at, so I'm not going to make that analogy. 
But they made the analogy of if you feed strays, then you can't get rid of them. Yes. It's basically, it's basically what it is. And so then the kids go, hang on, I want to read the she will ask mom for money and we need to, we need the money because we need to take care of you two. Thankfully, they accepted my very bad explanation in hindsight. Parentheses. I thought that was the end of it. Uh, Janelle asked my kids to ask me for money again. My son said, Mommy said we can't help you because you're like the doggies on the street. Oh, God. Oh, it's awkward. So, I mean, Buck, I think we all realize that there's a problem here, but... Uh, first of all, jerk or no jerk? Terminology wrong, but I'm going to go no jerk. Yeah. Explain terminology wrong. Um, you know, the the term stray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it might not be the greatest way to tell your kids because, you know, they are like little sponges, right? They, yep. That's true. <laughs> and yeah. as soon as they see their aunt, they're going to say, you know, you're, we can't help you because, well... <laughs> We yeah. don't have the means to help you. Then, they should just say something like that versus then, going, you know, you're like a... Well, but you kind of got to paint pictures for kids. I know. Right? I mean, Maddie, you're in yeah. You got to paint pictures for them, right? I truly loved the analogy I that think, he used. I think a great picture is kind of when you're driving and there's those, those people on the side of the road, you know, kind of. Uh... But it's that same picture, you know. It's, it's not using that terminology, but... I get it. Do you think that he owes her an apology then? Sure. I would. I would apologize just because you know it is family, and sure. you want to. You know, you may not be able to or want to help. You know, give money, but you can always help in a different type of way. You know, you can always be there for that person. No, you know, you what? want your and kids. Now, and now your kids have to move into the garage, and Auntie Janelle gets to take their room. Because, <laughs> you know, my kids. This is a great. This is a great uh, example of why you should keep your yap shut. This is why. Listen, snitches get stitches. You should remember. You should. This is what you need to learn at a very young age. I got to let you know, the Centennial Toyota text line could not disagree Buck, more you, with Buck. What? Everyone, what? On, the, everyone on the Centennial Toyota text line says not a jerk, which they agree with Buck on that. But they're right. like, they, he doesn't owe her an apology. Let me quote it. He does not owe her an apology. She owes him an apology for using the nephews and nieces or whatever they have. Uh, good point. If she can't see it wasn't meant as an analogy and not a personal attack, she needs some growing up to do and act like a human and not a stray animal. She's <laughs> acting what he's comparing her to. Um, good point. Wow. S- strong point. Yeah. That she, I don't want to do the, I don't want to take this back to third grade level, but she started it. <laughs> you know? Someone suggested on the text line that should he apologize to her in front of the kids? So that way they can see that, that that that's another lesson. And I'm like, oh, um, I don't know. I'm not a parent. So I feel like this is just really a slippery slope if you're bringing the kids in and go, okay, this is how we apologize now. That's so awkward, right? Mm, yeah. No, that's not the lesson here. That's, that's, not, that's not what's necessary here. Yeah. Is, is, no. No, stick it. That's the old, that's the old stick to the point. Okay. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I'm out of punchlines. I already used my stitches get or snitches get stitches, so I got nothing left. <laughs> <for> the, <laughs> you know, honestly though. Oh listen, God. You don't have to repeat everything mommy and daddy say. Yeah. But it's also it's also the old, you know, what's the first thing they teach you when you're a broadcaster, Maddie? Never say anything in front of a live mic that you don't 
you don't want everybody mm-hmm. to know. Oh, God. Someone on the text line, if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck. <laughs> oh, no. It's easy. It's easy when you're behind a keyboard. Exactly. It's easy um, to say that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. Oh, boy, that's a solid point. That's a solid point about how there may not need to be an apology. But I, I think feel you like should. you had to open I the think door. it's always good. I think it's always good to apologize. Never a bad thing. It's cathartic for yourself. Think about it that way. Even if you don't mean the apology, do it for yourself. Well, okay, hold up. Let me also ask this. Is the apology, a little like you said, open it up, but mine's, I think, in a different path. Is this, is this the opportunity now through the apology to open up the conversation that goes, hey, Janelle, so where does it end? Yeah. Okay, you're trying to hit me up for money for what? What do you, what do you want? What do you money for? And then, and then what? Yeah. You know, and then what? You want money for a car, you know, or whatever. You want money for an apartment or whatever. Yeah, I'd love to help you. I'd love to help you. But then is this it? Yeah. Because this has got to be it. And how much money is she asking for? I'm sorry. I really want to know how much you hit up your niece and nephew for and said, can you ask daddy for $10,000? Yeah. Or I got got two kids, you know, but I got two kids of my own. Sure. You know? And I work. Oh my I God. work for my money. Yeah. You know? Ladies and gentlemen. Vegas, are you with me out there? Welcome to the Jeff Buchanan Show. Woo-hoo! Golden Knights can wrap it up tonight. Head to the uh, second Stanley Cup final in the team's history, which two out of the first six is really good. Yeah, absolutely. This is like, I remember saying this over and over in year one going, this is not normal, people. <laughs> um, and by the way, getting to the conference final. Four out of six years of your first six years. It's not normal. No. Getting to and then getting to two Stanley Cup finals in the first six years is just not a normal thing. And let's just hope that it goes like the other night. Yeah, and right. Come out of the come out there swinging hard early. And look, there were people that were so mad on social media. Going, They're just talking about how bad Dallas is. They don't give Golden Knights their respect. Um, yeah, the Golden Knights were great. They played but, amazing. But listen. Dallas was galactically bad. Yeah. They really were. There was more. I've watched hockey for a long time. There were more stupid things that Dallas did, and then including their fans. Yeah, I said it. Um, than what I've seen all lumped together yeah. in one. Um, a buddy of mine works for for the Dallas Stars. Okay. And I was just like, all I'm gonna say, buddy, is yuck. <laughs> and he went on Eddie wrote back on every level. Oh. So and and yeah, so they're not proud of it either. Go Knights, go! Go Knights, go! It's the Chet Buchanan Show. I listen on the app every morning, taking my kids to school, and I listen on my smart speaker on ninety-eight point five KLUC. The difference in timelines. It's so funny the different the difference in what people see on the same subject when it comes to Taylor Swift breaking up with Joe Alwyn and then ending up with this Maddie Healy guy. Oh, my God, I have become what I hate. <laughs> but, no, I, but to, but seriously. So you, all you see is how this Joe Alwyn, the ex. Yes. That he's devastated distraught. by the breakup. The, all the, everything I see. Oh, he's, he's, he's distraught. He can't handle it. Well, how did course. she move on so quickly and blah, blah, blah. All that lets me know. Well, you said the one thing you know for certain. Is that that proves to me that Taylor's the one that did the breaking Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Yeah. And this, Justin, she was over it well before she broke up. I'm sure. So, I, whatever. Now, here's the other funny thing. So, in my timeline, I don't see anything about that. I see everything about this new guy 
that she's with this Maddie Healy from a band called the 1975, who you probably already know. But apparently, he said some things um, oh, just literally in the last six months that will get you canceled. Yep. If anybody would have cared about Maddie Healy from the 1975 <laughs> before he started dating Taylor Swift, it would have been a problem. Now, this guy is learning what that white hot spotlight brings to your doorstep. Here's the thing. When you're Taylor Swift, don't... Here's what we were talking about this the other day. When you date somebody new, you cyber... You stalk them on their social media profiles. Their friends... Your your friends stalk them. Yes. Everybody goes and gets a little background on who you are, you know, or who they are. Especially in 2023. And what they're all about. Google searches are popular, man. But Taylor's team... Doesn't do a full background check on the, uh uh-oh, Taylor spent the night in this guy's hotel room or what, you know, whatever, whatever. Or we've seen this guy with Taylor more than three times in a row. All of a sudden, the team doesn't fly into motion and do some sort of background check and background scrub. I would think that her mom, too, because her mom's really in charge of all that. She's she's a momager. Like, Dad's like, an investment banker. He's not protecting the investment. <laughs> Good morning. This is the Chef Buchanan Show on 98.5 KLUC. Dude, you were mumbling something about this yesterday, and I didn't really pay attention to what you were saying. This is the most redneck Florida thing I have ever heard in my life. 1,000%. This guy... So what happened was there was a dude at a bar in Port Charlotte. It was on the west coast of Florida. Okay. And he hears screaming coming from, like, behind the bar over by the lake that's, like, near it. Yeah, a little pond, it yeah. says here. So he ends up running out there to, like, see the, what the man was screaming about. Turns out guy was drunk, wandering around, gets attacked by an by a big, like, almost 11-foot alligator and drug into the lake. Yeah, he wasn't wandering around. He was, he was back there peeing. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah, he's back there behind the bar. Bar is called Banditos. I've been to Banditos. Is it redneck? It is very redneck. It's yes. a, it sounds like it. Yes. So yes, yeah, so he's out there just handling his business. Why he didn't do that while he was inside, I'm not sure. <laughs> but um, at that point, he's, uh, yeah. So he's, yeah. And the gator comes and gets him. I isn't the craziest thing. It gets him. And then I guess he almost lost an arm or something like no, that. No, he did lose an arm. He did end up losing the okay, arm. So this guy, so Jordan Rivera had gone out back to do, handle his business. Uh, Bandito's regular. <laughs> Manny Hidalgo says he raced out to help after, like Kayla said, there was, there was screaming and whatnot. Um, they were, uh, the guy, Manny Hidalgo, was pretty surprised that he was, oh, God, this is so great. Wait, let me just read this as it is. He was yelling and swimming toward the shoreline, said the construction worker. Who goes to the bar with his pet cat, Mr. Tom? No. Either way, Hidalgo said, he was amazed that he could pull out the victim because, quote, he was a pretty big guy. (laughs) Charlotte County Fire and EMS confirmed that Rivera, the Jordan Rivera guy who'd gone out back to take a leak, uh, yeah, that he lost an arm. He was taken by helicopter to Gulf Coast Hospital in Fort Myers for treatment. Those gators, I don't, I didn't truly understand them until I woke up in the hospital and, oh, the gator got your arm, he told a local news station. A trapper later removed the 10-and-a-half-foot alligator from the pond. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and, yeah and that, 
That's the most redneck thing I've ever heard. Don't mess with the gator during mating season, man. Don't go out and back to take flee. <laughs> Use the indoor facilities. <laughs> Wake me up. This is the Chep Buchanan Show. Wake me up, 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 up. On 98.5 KLUC. It's the more you know before we go. And just in case you were looking to expand your palate and you were thinking about adding live jellyfish to the mix. Uh, a cup. Okay. Yeah, I don't know who figured this out or why, but a cup of live jellyfish provides just five calories, oh, uh, which is one third the amount of a cup of celery. You know, again, just in case you were thinking about, it. I wonder what jellyfish tastes like. I'm not that guy. I, I like love it sushi. Like nothing. I love sushi. I love and I and I like I I eat some stuff. Sure. You know, but I'm not going down the jellyfish. It's, it seems salty. Salty is the word that comes to mind. I don't know why. Uh, I'm just the, the more I think about it, the worse it gets. Molly Ringwald, back in the day, wanted Vigo Mortensen to be in 16 Candles because he actually kissed her during the audition, and she said it made her, quote, weak in the knees. Oh, okay. But the part went to the other guy that I can't even pronounce his last name, Michael Scheffling. You know, it went to him instead, and whatever. I don't know if he made her weak in the knees or not. Somebody should ask her. Somebody should find her and ask her. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> she I'm was sorry. in a. She was in those movies that I love so much now that they're escaping me. Oh, Isn't the kissing she doing booth. Lifetime movies. Oh, she no. She was. In, uh, I think so in like Netflix movies. The kissing yeah. booth. She really played the mom in the kissing booth. So it was nice to see her like do that. I, I told guess. you I had, I had a friend. I had a, a friend that had that was mutual friends with her. He was my buddy. Was buddies with this guy named Jimmer, who was the lead singer of a group called the Rave Ups in Southern California. Molly Ringwald loved the freaking rave-ups, and we ended up going to not one, but two backyard barbecues at Molly Ringwald's house. Oh, that's cool. I've spoken to her for a grand total of about seven seconds. <laughs> she seemed very nice, though. <laughs> Lovely. Slavery is now illegal in every single country in the world. Hooray! Good. Mauritania was the last country to abolish it. In 1981. It took him to 1980. However, it's not an actual crime everywhere, though. I don't know what that means, and I don't want to get into it, but come on, man. There is a federal law, speaking of stuff that's not that's not legal, there's a federal law that bans living people from being featured on any currency. Uh, it's more tradition. It's tradition as much as anything else. Sure. Because we didn't want to make it look like we had a monarchy like they have in England. So uh, you got to be okay. dead to be on the money. The opposite of Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome again. Uh, when you fall in love with your captor. Sure. When you end up sympathizing with them and going, God, well, they're not so bad. They didn't, they didn't do it. Well, they're kind of cute. Um, <laughs> you know the opposite of Stockholm Syndrome is called Lima Syndrome. After Peru, I don't know, whatever. whatever. But that's when kidnappers wind up sympathizing with their hostages. Oh, okay. And I'm sure that happens. Probably a lot often because a lot of times kidnappers are the ones that are fantasizing about the kidnappies. Yeah. Oh, your mind goes dark sometimes and you scare me. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> very dark. It's the more you know before you go. <laughs> fantasizing about it. Um, <laughs> Kayla's got a joke. What do you call a mistake on a headstone? Oh, I feel it. Like, give me a minute to think about this. I'm sure I know it. The Chef Buchanan Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Good morning. This is the Chuck Buchanan Show on 98.5 KLUC. I want to go back to this kidnapping thing. So you don't think that most of the time they just, it's kind of random? I mean, I'm sure there are some, I I think most of the time that kidnappers are going after things that they like covet or whatever, like they like love. So you think like they're like, yeah, like see them tied up in a dark room. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's as creepy as this, yes. Mission accomplished. Okay. Uh, Yeah, and I don't have an answer for this joke. What do you call a mistake on a headstone? Headstone. Man, I feel like I should know this. I don't. A grave mistake. Ah! (laughs) Dang it. Hey, look how close we are to a Friday to Memorial Day weekend. Listen, for some people, it's like, yeah, you're three days off. Other people, it's like, oh, my God, there's going to be so much work. <laughs> but but remember, that, that usually in this town also means a lot of money. Yeah, so, that's yeah. very true. But look how close, whatever, whatever your situation is, look how close we are to it. Everybody have an amazing day. And if you find yourself with a couple of extra minutes today. I'll be at EOS Fitness at Sunset, at West Sunset, and Stephanie... Uh, we'll be there from five to seven, handed out like free passes and stuff you, like that. You would be re- how Look. to miss a rare personal appearance <laughs> from Kayla. How dare oh, I don't care if that's right when the Golden Knights game is. <laughs> you make a choice, people. What do you get really your workout want out on and of watch life? it on the screens, what dude? Do you really want out of life. <laughs> All right, listen. Have a great day. We love you. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.